Hello foodies. Welcome to the Breaking Bread Podcast. A foodie podcast presented by food obsessed mates Liam, that's me, and Carl, that's me. Join us as we aim to peel back the curtain and give food lovers like us a real insight into what makes the hospitality industry so fantastic. Our fortnightly episodes will bring interviews with people from all over the industry. And Liam and I will discuss everything food related from reviewing places we've ate to chatting about recipes we're experimenting with at home we hope you enjoy listening to our chats as much as we enjoy recording them i think we've got for about six bottles of wine between three of us yesterday six bottles of wine at the barbecue yeah that's why i'm so rough today between three years yeah good wine (laughs) some of it was (laughs) there was a really nice orange wine from chapel down that was good i've been feeling a little more educated after our episode with chris Connolly. Yeah, that's I'm out now. Still not. Um, I wouldn't still say I was any kind of expert. Nah, nah, nah. I know a bit, but still not loads. Yeah, no, it's good episodes. It was a great interview. Really nice fella as well. We get started by talking as usual about uh, some of the good stuff Carl's been cooking. I'm just going to call it Carl Cooks from now on. Although yeah, I know that's stealing it from uh, <laughs> um, Carter's. But <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we've got our own Carl, and he cooks, and Liam doesn't. So. <laughs> now i've cooked a few good things recently really good I cooked um i haven't put it on the insta yet but i've got it on my phone to put on um an aubergine cherry tomato curry because we're aiming sort of more not to be vegan or vegetarian but to certainly cut down the amount of meat we're actually eating at the moment yeah it's all this extinction rebellion type thing has made us rethink our carbon footprint and it's not for ethical reasons just environmental reasons yeah i'm a bit the same so and what do you mean by not ethical it's like, not for the reason that the i care that they killed an animal like that's a shame but that's yeah. not the reason behind it the reason behind it's just because of the environmental issues regarding farming and the carbon footprint of breeding animals just for meat did you watch the david Amber program or? no 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 i did mean to it was good yeah a lot of people yeah, it told made me, me that. think a lot actually to be honest. yeah that whole extinction rebellion down london is really we've started rethinking stuff like when we move house we're looking at just everything being reclaimed or off ebay and just just to reduce our footprint as much as possible i don't think vegan just saying like i'm going vegan i don't think that's enough i don't think that helps enough no. you see on that program how much the rainforest is cut down to make soybean and how damaging like commercialized farming is to the planet it's not enough, I don't think, to just say, well, I'm just not going to eat meat because of all the methane created in farming. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's not enough, I don't think. I think I think people turn around and say, I'm, I'm just going to eat less and, it, and the stuff that I'm going to eat is going to be of a better quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to eat organic vegetables or I'm going to eat organic meat. And yeah. I'm going to eat a lot less of it, but the stuff that I eat is going to be the bollocks. It's going to be... Yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. helps a lot more than just saying... I'm not going to eat, eat, eat meat full stop. I'm I mean, going to eat loads of vegetables. That would work, but um, it's more of a flexitarian diet where you try to eat 
keep your meat down to a minimum and you eat better quality meat. Yeah, that's as you what I just saying. said. It's the same as and what then, I'm saying. But you get people who turn around and they get so militant about it. Like, yeah, I mean, fair enough. People can eat what they like. I but, put the picture of your beef wellington up and I had so many like, stop posting flesh and Jesus. all them kind of comments. And I was just like, if you take two minutes to have a look, like... I, we, I would say we're quite fair. You know what I mean? We're not massive, like, well, I says I vegetarian meal here. Yeah, I've, I've cooked that, got that cookbook Bosch, the really good one them yeah, two lads yeah, do. Yeah. And I've looked at a few recipes. I'm cooking one this week, a vegan mac and cheese, where you, like, roast the mushrooms first. Well, you soak the mushrooms in, like, um, a brine, then you roast them, and you roast cauliflower, I mean, broccoli, and you just use vegan cheese. And... Two completely different vegetables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But One's nice, one's not. Yeah. Well, my brother pretty much lives like a vegan and he reckons that cookbook's the nuts. Yeah. So. You might have to look into that myself. I'm definitely a lot for, as I said, maybe just making sure that the vegetables you use for that cookbook are like the top. The good like, ones, yeah. Maybe use a greengrocer yeah. or go to the organic. I know it's a few pound extra, but just eat less. I know it's not suitable for everyone. Like we we both have decent enough jobs. Yeah. Our families are decent enough jobs we can afford to spend a few quid extra yeah and buying some decent chicken breasts or yeah decent I've always tried to use the butchers anyway and obviously became good friends with O'Keefe good butchers good butcher but like I never really thought about the vegetable aspect of it and maybe commercial farming like you know yeah, I think the way to think about it is to not think about it as I'm going vegan everything's got to be vegan yeah it's to just think well this is just a meal I'm going to have today and it's I'm trying it from a cookbook there's a lot of effort to go to. So I'm going to try that. If it tastes nice, I'll cook it again. If it don't, then I won't. It's just a I dinner. it's amazing how it's took like a, a group of kids to open up everyone's eyes. Like It's mad, isn't it? Something that... I didn't really think about. Like It was always there at the back of my mind, but I kind of chose to ignore it a little bit. And then when these kids come along, you think, yeah, that, that's my... like They're a little bit older than our daughters, but that's still our daughter's kind of generation yeah. that's going to be coming through and that's going to be affected by that. And I've got a feeling that our kids, when they get to that age, are still going to be protesting against it because I don't see no, the government's moving on no. anything. They talk about it, and they, but when it comes to any kind of act, this is very political. I know, this just took a turn, this has, hasn't <laughs> it? The Jesus. Bread podcast has gone serious. It's gone all LBC. We'll <laughs> <laughs> have to get O'Brien on Can Get next. James on. <laughs> I'm just making sure it's recording this, man. Know, this yeah. is pretty decent. <laughs> but either way, nah, so I'll go back to what I was on about originally. The, I, I can't believe all that came from just saying I cooked an aubergine curry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that was the nuts. That was really, really good. Um, what else have I cooked? I did them hot dogs that I put on the other day. Yeah, hot dogs are always good. I, they, like I mean, it's simple there. dinner. It was only like oven chips, barbecue beans from Heinz and hot dogs. But they do they do lots of hot dogs at Audi, especially now it's barbecue season because they do a really good one that's like cheese in it, which is really good. But um, the best ones they do are the proper German ones. They're not with the rest of the sausages. They're kept with like all the meats and stuff, yeah, all them, the German yeah. meats, and they're unreal. So better than this ones you get at the German market. So got some of them nice buns. though, that's not... When no, you said that to hard. me yesterday, I did think, wow, that's not much of a mark. No, 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 it's not, not, it's really, not really sure. Up there, <laughs> um, what else? Um, oh, yeah, I did um, smoked salmon creamy pasta with toasted pine nuts. Yeah, that that's on the good. good food website. You can look that one up. I cooked it, it was fantastic. Really nice. Not healthy in any way, shape, or form. It was supposed to be, but it's got double cream in it, so. <laughs> a little double cream. I know, it's not it, that bad. And no, it was literally a portion for four, and two, two. Pe- two people <laughs> ate it. Yeah, so 
it really wasn't healthy at all. So that was really good. Was it hard to make? Or? Nah, that was really easy, to be honest. And the aubergine curry was dead easy. To be honest, I haven't cooked anything that's too difficult recently. Yeah, it's having the time. And as our listeners are about to find out, we've kind of spent most of our time eating out. <laughs> yeah, eating out a lot recently. <laughs> Uh, it's a bit crazy. I think people probably think our ovens are broke or something. I know. <laughs> They're looking for our instant. Like, I, again, Joe came up to me at early bird yesterday. He's like, how much do you eat out? How much, like, how much do you eat there? At the minute. <laughs> I know, gosh. Be sick of seeing you. Me and Joe are buddies now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're keeping them in socks, aren't you? I tell you what, they don't know my custom. Like, it, I, I didn't realise it didn't open until 10. I got there at 9. <laughs> and uh, there was people coming in at like half 9. It was busy by 10. Really Jeez. busy. There was no tables left by 10. No. I thought I'd perch up by the window instead of taking someone's table, you know what I mean? I thought the tables are for fours and sixes. I don't want to sit on my own and take a part. So I sat up by the window taking in some of the sun. It was nice. Yeah, I can imagine. Got spotted, stuffing my face and taking photos. <laughs> <laughs> As I found out on Twitter. Yeah, I've got to, I've got to head there because I ain't been there yet. I still need to go. I know Siobhan would really like it there. Siobhan would be amazed. I was blown away again. Again. You had the cruffing, don't you? Yeah, I took I took a lot of cakes home. I went to King's Heath mainly because there was a farmer's market on and I'm a bit of a sucker for a Saturday morning stroll around the farmer's market. But in particular, Bake were there. I don't know if you've ever seen Bake. No, I don't ring a bell. I probably know when I've seen them. You've probably drawn at some of their cakes on um, Insta or Facebook. But two really great blokes. I thought I'd go and, go and check them out. Got to King's Heath and realised I hadn't had breakfast. Parked near early birds so i was like mm, be rude not to <laughs> <laughs> so when they had it was called uh well basically i'll tell you what I, d- I couldn't tell you exactly what it was called but i've got it on my notes as um bruschetta on steroids <laughs> oh that picture yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that it was, looked it awesome. was like the best bruschetta you've ever had it was it looked nuts man like really thick toasted sourdough and then about four different kinds of tomatoes um all of them sweet exactly mm. how you'd want a tomato to taste you know it's mad with tomatoes because you put like a small sprinkle of sugar on them and leave them for like 10 minutes and you get them out of the fridge and the sugar's dissolved and melted into it and it's brought out a bit of the liquid as well similar to how salt works and the tomatoes just go nuts like you pop one in your mouth and they're just just a light sprinkle of sugar on them and just leave them like if you chop them in half like cherry tomatoes for example yeah. leave them face up a little dusting of it leave it in the fridge come back to it and tomatoes are just unreal. Yeah? Yeah, you should try that. I'm definitely trying that. How did you hear that? Uh, I do it in a recipe and I can't remember. What do I do it in now? It's for a Greek salad I make. It's how I prepare oh, the um Nothing tomatoes. worse than having sour, like horrible tomatoes on a salad. Especially like the tomatoes are the bit you look forward to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the lettuce. No, it goes in the Greek salad, I do. It's a, I had burrata cheese, which is a type of mozzarella. Yeah. Something I'd never had before. It's less boring than mozzarella. There's a bit of a flavour to it. Yeah, it's not much It's not much going on with mozzarella. No, so. it's, not, it's not a pizza yeah, and stuff like that. It melts well, but... Uh, it's great deep fried, obviously, everything is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, the burrata has a bit more of a flavour to it, and it stood up well with the uh, tomatoes on top. And then it was seasoned with uh, oak-smoked balsamic with chilli flakes, basil. Yeah, it was really good. Nice. Now, I'll tell you what I had that were unreal. It wasn't even on the menu, so I had to ask what they were. But these tiny little um, croutons all over the plate. Like rosemary infused croutons, just yeah. kind of tied it, made every like mouthful, forkful, like tied together brilliantly. 
Nice. Yeah, it was really good, really special. Presented, as you'll see in the photos, beautifully. They just don't do ordinary there, like I just... Nah, that's the good thing, though, isn't it? You can order something different, something you've not had. The it's whole brand, ethos, the interior, the cakes. <laughs> I took some cakes home with me, had the cruffin. Oh, man, that's what I want to know about the cruffin. I'm not into <laughs> sweet stuff that much, but a cruffin sounds amazing. Yeah, cruffin was good. Uh, white chocolate, raspberry cruffin. Oh, man, sold. That was good. But uh, Joe, the owner, actually recommended the cronut to me. So you got to try the cronut. Mango and passion fruit cronut. Oh, yeah. Blew me away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cronuts are the one, man. I'd never had one before. Oh, they're one. awesome. They're so nice. Yeah, it's good. And then that had a um, banana and salted caramel cake as well. I looked into making them. They're such a pain in the ass. Which cronuts? Yeah. I don't know why you'd think they wouldn't be. No. <laughs> I don't, no, I knew they'd be a pain. I didn't think they'd be that much. You'd have to start like three days before. It's same well, as uh, croissants, like <laughs> yeah, they're just ridiculously hard. Croissants are easy. You just go to the frozen <laughs> part of the supermarket and they come in a bag. I do like them though; they are nice. They taste the they're same to me. They well, taste like croissants. I don't know. Maybe, maybe yeah. But I remember I went to Lanzarote a few years ago. Can't remember what part, but there was this little French restaurant, and every morning we went there for breakfast, cup of coffee, orange juice, and two croissants, right on the harbour. Oh, God. Best croissants I've ever had. Mm. Well, my brother used to eat meat. He used to have, like, a bacon sandwich, but use a croissant instead of bread. Yeah, I've seen that before as well. I've had cheese and ham croissants and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, that don't appeal to me, to be oh, fair. Oh, it's nice, yeah. I can still understand why people would like it, though. It's nice, but it's kind of like just add some more calories to a bacon sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> so, where else have you eaten? As I say, I went to uh, Ireland for two weeks, went to see my old fella. Nice to get over there. He lives in a very rural part of Donegal, which is mm. up north, northwest. Is that near where we went? Yeah, he lives actually in the town. Ah, right, yeah. Well, just outside town, the town of Ardra, where, where we went for my 21st. Yeah, that was good. That's a good weekend. <laughs> a while ago. Yeah, ages ago now. <laughs> Jesus. But um, yeah, I liked going there because it's, he lives on a farm, so lots of animals, there's cows, dogs, there's sheep. It's lambing season, so there was lambs everywhere. Showing Neve the animals and like explaining, like this is where your meat starts. Like you know, it doesn't come pre-packed at the supermarket, yeah, 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 or killed and cut. Like that's just not how it comes. So I think it's important for kids, especially when we grow up in Birmingham, to show them. I think it's important children know where their food comes from. Oh, 100%, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll be tidying nothing from kind of... Yeah, just Should appreciate it. everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, the, I, I did feel a little bit bad, but not too bad, and I, I thought it was important for it to know, like, we, we were um, playing with the little lambs and watching the sheep play in the, in the field in front of the ha- house, and then we went for Sunday dinner, and I had a big chunk of lamb. <laughs> 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 I didn't feel bad about it, but then I did explain to Neve, you see them lambs there this morning... Mm. This is ultimately what what they're um, they're bred for. Yeah. This is this is where they'll end up, unfortunately for them, but good for us. But it's important that people understand where it comes from more than anything, though. Like if they don't want to eat it, then that's fine. If they've made an ethical choice, they've seen it like, oh, I like sheep, I don't want to eat them. They're pretty. I yeah. play with them. Then don't eat them. Then. Well, I think it, it helps as well. It might make people think I'm, I'm going to eat a better quality of that meat because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if all the lamb that I ate had the same life that these lambs on this field had, like I could only dream that they'd have that kind of happy life because they're like they've got acres and acres and hills and loads of land for them to run about on. Like I, I just don't believe all 
lamb kind of gets that kind of life. No, 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 it's not. Some of it's terrible. But we, we don't want to get back into no, that. No, again. We're, we're determined <laughs> to keep heading back there. Vegan, oh, no, yeah. vegan episode. You know, Ten episodes from now, we're going to be like strict vegans. <laughs> no, I, I tell you what, though, I'm open to ever having like a vegan restaurant if they're any good. If there's any great ones out there, I'd love to hear. Oh, there's that one in the Great Western Arcade. I think it's just vegetarian. I don't know if it's yeah. vegan, but that's good. Yeah, I've seen that. I want some that. people do vegan nights now, like our favourite Little Blackwood. They do a vegan night. Yeah, Little Blackwood was good. Um, it's good how they do that. They've got some interesting stuff coming up though recently. 20, 28th of May, their vegan night. This podcast comes out the Monday before that, so it, it's probably going to be sold out, but if it's not, it might be worth finding out. Yeah. I mean... You went there. I went the other week, yeah, a couple of weeks ago. It was fantastic, just before we changed the menu, so I got to try the potato, potato, potato dish. And that we, I think we talked about that on the interview we did with him. We did, yeah. And it, it, as I was just going to say, it was um, surely that's vegan or vegetarian. I don't know, possibly. I'd have to look more into what the ingredients were, but there was a meat I wouldn't be surprised. On. No, there was no meat on it. So it was at least vegetarian. Yeah, so. yeah. I wouldn't that, say you vegan. said that was the best... That was the nicest dish, to be honest. It was it's a bit of drama to it, and the potatoes were unreal. So tasty. So if Ben can do that to a simple ingredient like a potato, imagine what his vegan menu is going to be like. Well, to be honest, the, when we went, I'd say the best thing we had was the kimchi, like roasted cabbage. Yeah, yeah. And then this time, the potato, potato, potato dish, and he'd also done a... Um, they'd ran out of the sprouts thing that we wanted, so he did um, asparagus in like a miso butter... And again, that was probably the best thing. So nice. I keep going there. And the meat's fantastic because I had guinea fowl for my main, which was really good. But again, like, it was the vegetarian stuff, that the vegetables that stood out the most. So when he does a vegetarian night or a vegan night, I'd imagine it would be fantastic. What did you go for? Just the free course thing again? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was for, good. Friday night. Cause Saturdays is doing his um, tasting menu. Yeah, he does the taster on a Saturday. He's got loads coming on. He's got the classics on a Tuesday. I think that's a brilliant idea. That's another thing. I don't know if he spoke to us about it on the podcast or after. Yeah, I can't remember if it was after we were talking. We were, yeah, we were talking talking about basically like it being a real chef's kind of restaurant. The place chef, chefs would like to go on a day off. And he was like, yeah, he said, I did get that. He said, I was kind of aiming for that anyway. And he said, it might be nice to do like a classics night, you know, where we go through all the old cookbooks and do my little spin on them. And it looks like he's decided to do that now. And yeah, I'll be paying a visit on a Tuesday, definitely. And a Wednesday when his new fish night that's coming, where there's no menu, just fish. That's it, you pay and you get given what you get given. Yeah, I'm definitely up for that as well. It's great to have such a great restaurant doing some amazing things. Yeah, yeah. And his brunch is starting. He's literally... That, I'm going to have to move to Mosley, I yeah. think. We're going to be spending a lot of time at Little Blackwell. <laughs> yeah. that, that nod to the classics, going back to that, sorry. The, it's one course, £14. Two courses for 18 or three courses for 22 £22 for three-course meal at Little Blackwood. It's really good. I'll be there. I could just, you might as well just get, what's the point in cooking at home? You might as well just go there. Yeah. It's cheap <laughs> to there. See you every Tuesday, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, and he's, as you said, he's doing brunch there as well now, every Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So Friday, Saturday is doing nine till half two and then Sunday just nine till one, obviously, because he's got the roast dinner going on as well. But, um, yeah, we'll be there. A lot. Yeah. We'll, we'll get that sorted. It's really off exciting air. <laughs> Off air, we'll get talking about what. What's the first Tuesday we're going down there? What's the first Wednesday we're going to? Yeah, we'll get some videos together, put them on. Yeah, definitely do that. 
But I've eaten loads of places. Like, I've wrote down all the places I've been eating recently, and I've, I was a bit embarrassed, to be honest. <laughs> I'm looking at the list now. I'm like, just blame the podcast. That's what I do. I say, well, no, I have to wait out a bit more now because po- people are not going to want to hear us sitting and talking about. I know, man. I, know. <laughs> I literally, I don't remember the last time I did the top button up on my jeans. Though. Seriously, <laughs> that belt's clinging on for life now as well. It's on the last one. The last chance saloon for the. I belt. really don't want to go and buy another belt either. I'm just like, I'm gonna have to just make my own holes. There'll be one right at the end, just bursting on. No, so I went to um, it's the missus' birthday, and for a she wanted to go somewhere really nice for dinner, so we went to Ophim. I still can't believe we've never been. To I can't Ophim. believe you. I mean, this was I think this was the third time we've been, but it was the first time we tried the taster menu, which was oh, it was the nuts really how many, good. How many courses? Is that? Seven courses plus little bits here and there. Deer, deer, or. Um, Just chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it was lamb. I think it was £70, which for a taster menu, we were stuffed when we left. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we got other stuff like the cocktails and... Standards. We didn't do the wine pairing, although I regretted not doing it. I wish we had. Cocktails any good? Yeah, really good. They're doing their own signature cocktails and they're absolutely beautiful. We were chatting to the sommelier about them because he designed them all. yeah. And, um, yeah, they were really, really high quality. We got a bottle of Nate Timber as well while we were there. You love that stuff. It's really, really good. <laughs> Whenever it's on offer anywhere, I always get a couple of bottles as well. Yeah, you definitely love that stuff. If you want some fizz, that's um, it's one of the, the only best ones one I know around. about because I, <laughs> I don't shut about, up about so much. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the food was good. Food was fantastic. And again, this is going to sound like I am definitely trying to turn vegan. The best dish was a carrot dish which was just like a roasted carrot with loads of different, like a carrot chutney and carrot this and carrot that. Yeah, I don't think your photo did it much justice for me. No. it just looked like a carrot on a plate. And I know. That was it. And I was like, I can't get impressed by that car. Maybe it tasted amazing. No, I thought it looked all right in the picture. But, it, but it the was, other photos of all the other courses looked unreal, yeah. It was really good, so to be Carrot honest. was the standout. Carrot stood out the most, yeah. Just strange. Was there was lamb, that was really good. There was a lot of fish on the menu. There was scallops. Good. If you like fish, it was mainly, it was more fish than anything else. Nice. And um, yeah, they were all fantastic. Every course was brilliant. The whole night was good. The service is fantastic. It's really nice when you're there as well, because you see Akhtar like walking around and he'll dish up for certain people. That's he'll just like good. pick someone, he'll go and take their dish out for him. He didn't oh, come to us, nice, I was hoping yeah. he would. He came to the table next to us though. Yeah. But you, it's nice to see a chef actually there. And you can yeah, see into yeah. the kitchen from like wherever you sit in the restaurant. And you can see him just on the pass, directing, and then he's out giving to dishes, chatting to people, getting his photo taken if people are asking. So he's there, he's really oh, he accessible. He's like a great guy, like you see him on uh, social media, he's always chatting, he always writes to us and thanks us. Yeah, he does, we yeah. mention him, we'll put a post. Seems like a really good dude. Yeah, I can't knock it. Well, you ain't been, so you got to go. It's brilliant. It's yeah. really, really good. It's definitely uh, well up on my list, but my list's just getting bigger all the time. Yeah, it does. It's, it's not a list that's going down it's just getting more yeah so we had a little blackwood on the on the list and then we went there and now we just want to go there and they more. want to keep going <laughs> yeah yeah and then no theme like you've got to try there you haven't tried the desi pubs yet other than our favorite no how far where else have i eaten then um oh i went to mowgli in grand central the indian place yeah. in there what do you think it was all right it was, it was nice like i enjoyed it but i I'm not going to rush back. There's better places to eat lunch, I think, in town. What did you have? I had, like, a chicken curry that came in some bread, like a hollowed-out 
bread. That was nice. The tree. My partner goes there a lot because she goes for like lunch when she's at work and she's in the middle of town. And they do a treacle fry, uh, treacle fries. You do realise she's going to absolutely kill you if she ever hears that you just said that. What, treacle fries? <laughs> no, that you, my missus goes there a lot. She goes there more than anywhere else. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's it was nice. It was a good lunch. It was, it was Grand nice. Central. It was just nice, yeah. Nothing bad about it. The service was okay. So it's Grand Central. It's what you'd expect for Grand Central, to be honest. See, you didn't really sell it to me, but... A lot, I've seen a lot of photos of it and a lot of people talk about it. So yeah, it it's, it's worth going to. The place is really nice. I wouldn't... You know, if you were going tomorrow, I'd like, yeah, yeah, you'll enjoy it. It's if nice. If you were around Grand Central and there was nothing else open, that's the place. Yeah, yeah, it's that's good. That's what you're saying. I'd go. I'd go again. Put it that way. Where else? I've eaten there. Oh, there's a little Indian place, restaurant. Oh, there's a lot of this is Indian food, isn't it? I didn't realise <laughs> this. Ophim Mowgli and the next one. And the another one that we're going to talk about, another Indian. I do go for normal food as well, like <laughs> Little Blackwood. It's yeah, not it all just Indian to... food. It just happens to be Birmingham and I love Indian food. So. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. So I went to, there's a little place open near Shirley Station called Divine. I've seen this, yeah, it popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, 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 it's really good. Like the food's really, really good. What did you have? <laughs> uh, I had a king prawn Jaipur or something like that it was called and it was really really good like loads of king prawns all like still on the tail but they took was off that the bone was special yeah it was one of their house you normally specials tend to go through if you go into a new restaurant you... I'll pick so I won't just pick my I'll rather do one or two things I'll pick a gel, chicken gel frazzy because if that's good then the place is good as far as I'm concerned it's my yeah. go to curry but if there's something on the house specials and it's a new place, I think, you know, I'll give this a go and see what's what. Yeah, you're a bit more adventurous than I am. Like yeah, that. I like trying new stuff, especially at curry houses. And that it was really nice in there. Little place. Gets busy, though. So if you want to go on a Friday or Saturday, you'd probably have what to book. What was the service like? The service isn't... So, like, I've read reviews and a lot of people have, like, really slagged off the service. The service isn't bad, but the service is slow. Now, I don't mind slow service as long as I'm aware it's slow before I go. Because yeah. then I know to order a drink while I've still got one. <laughs> I know to order the food as soon as I get in there. And I don't mind sitting in a restaurant and drinking. <laughs> as long as I've got it. Only you would have a slow service protocol. Like. Yeah. I don't mind it being slow as long as I've got a drink. Like, if they keep the beer coming, you can take your time don't worry about it it's fine i've got no problem but yeah. the service is bad they're all really friendly they're all really nice all really accommodating they know the menu well they can explain everything to you as long as they're not rude like i've heard that's what i mean i don't, I don't see slow as bad necessarily yeah i've heard the food's nice but then i did hear a lot of kind of oh, don't, the service is shocking and stuff like that i think that's only related to just people with waiting for ages like, i don't know how reliable that i trust your review more than I could only go off what happened when we went, and yeah. it was fairly busy. I think they just, they have like a skeleton staff, so there's not loads of them. So I think that's probably where it is. Yeah. But if you go, just be aware you might be there a bit longer than you thought you might be. While I was in Ireland, I did get to eat at a few places. Not going to go on forever about this, because obviously most of the people listening aren't going to get there for them. You mean most? <laughs> you were probably the only person that leads at these places. You never know. But I might end up being at them. I was going to say... Potentially. You, there's a place called Sleeve League there. There's the uh, tallest sea cliffs in Europe. They're stunning. Like yeah. the, Some of the videos I made. But if you go to the bottom of them, obviously not the bottom because it's the sea, but if you get back down the road a little bit, there's a pub called the Rusty Mackerel. You would just... 
you'd spend all day in there, you would. As long as it's all mackerel, would. Best pub in Ireland, I think it's just one or something like that. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a but fucking, that's a feat, that is. It's not posh, it's not a restaurant, but it's still clean and the interior is very authentic. Oh, I ain't even bothered about clean, to be honest. Yeah, it's it's good for, it's a proper Irish pub, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The food is like, yeah, it's proper homely, but... Four types of potato of every dish. Yeah, yeah. Funny enough, yeah. A tray, no, them silver trays. <laughs> yeah. Silver tray comes out with you four different kinds of potatoes. I love that. I love that about <laughs> Ireland. If you like potato, it's like, it's, it's, it's a cliche, not a but stereotype. It's, it's not, it's not cliche. It's <laughs> genuine. You'll get, where is it when we went, where did we go? Do you remember the name we place we went to last time we were over together for your stag day? And Chris had booked that meal. I don't know what it was called, but he promised us all steak and we got there and there was no right. steak on it. And I was a fish restaurant. <laughs> yeah. I had fish and chips, but I didn't just have fish and chips. I had fish, chips, new potatoes and mashed potatoes. <laughs> and I'm sure there were some roasters knocking around there as well. There were some roasters knocking around. Yeah, it was nice, Dad. But uh, yeah, roasted mackerel, obviously. Had to go for the mackerel and the specials. Love mackerel. Not one of it often, to be honest, but yeah, it, this was good. You could tell it was fresh. There was a yeah. Bit firmness to it. It wasn't soggy. You know how sometimes when it's frozen, it gets a bit... Yeah. So it was it was good. Uh, but I had a bit of food envy with Maria's food because she had hake. I love hake anyway. Yeah, a big nice. solid white chunk of fish in a smoked salmon kind of like... Um, chowder-esque kind of bisque kind of thing you mm. know oh, but yeah it was hers was unreal mine was great but hers was to a different standard um another place where it was carween house which was overlooking Nam beach one of my favorite places in the world brilliant place oh all the videos were stunning yeah. absolutely stunning it is beautiful when we <laughs> went over it was just it's a different place. A lot of Ireland's beautiful, but when you go up to proper, the proper north, north of Ireland, into sort of Donegal and then into yeah. the hills and the mountains. Yeah, it's, it's north but south. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's not the north. Yeah, I had a great, great trip but over there. It's Just the north so of much. actual Ireland. Yeah. I didn't stop eating. The meat, I don't know what it is about the meat over there. Mm-hmm. The meat was just, just feels, tastes better all the time. And the bread... It's an holiday as well, that helps That's a lot. It is about bread over there. You can get, like, home-baked bread, everything. I love like everything community. when you're on holiday tastes better. Than when you'll have, like, a San Miguel when you're in Barcelona or, like, mm. sitting on a beach in Lanzarote, and you think, oh, this is beautiful. Then you get one here, and you're just like, ugh, <laughs> the fuck's this? I like the little community spirit, especially, like, where, where my dad lives there, that town. They all There's no Tesco's or Asda or big supermarket. They're all going to their local supermarket they're spending uh, spending about 10 minutes chatting to the owner of the supermarket or the petrol stations not a massive chains petrol st- it's some bloke that they went to school with or and you know they have things over there called wakes obviously when someone dies they wake them in the house the night before and people yeah, yeah, come yeah, and yeah. visit basically the, the local shops and restaurants and stuff will all pull together and send like trays of sandwiches trays of cakes oh, tea nice. bags coffee They'll all send that up, like, and they look after each other, and I think there's a lot to be said for that. Like. I didn't realise that was just an Irish thing. So it's quite normal to come across to me that you have the wake and you have stuff like and the bodies in the house the night before and stuff. That just seemed normal. I thought everyone yeah. did that. And then I went to, like, quite an English funeral, and I was like, Where's, who was at the wake? And they were like, what wake? Like, what are you want about? Like, you're not seeing the body and stuff? And they're like, no. What would no, you see a dead body normal, for? It's a bit freaky. <laughs> like, if you've ever been and had to stay the whole night, it's a bit... Yeah, I don't think... It, I have done it overnight once, yeah. but it is odd. I do understand why 
and people think, what the fuck are you doing that for? It's quite nice, <laughs> I think. But... I think it's nice to be... But yeah, as I one. said, back to the community spirit, like it's like no other, but it's kind of like why I think my family decided after going to London and a few other cities, they kind of located completely into Birmingham. Yeah. Because obviously it's not small and there's not like, it's not as friendly as that, but I think compared to London, there's a great kind of community spirit in Birmingham and... It's a bit of both worlds, isn't it? There's enough there, and it's a very good city. But at the same time, everyone's not a stranger. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get on the bus and have a conversation with a stranger, whereas London, you're just not getting that. Oh, mate, Birmingham's the best city in the world. Yeah, I know. I'm preaching to the choir. Like, I know. Anyone to listening to this is pretty much probably along the same lines as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I had loads there, and then um, lucky enough, the, the Sunday I got back, we were in, kindly invited to Lausanne. Yeah, to try their new um, sort of Sunday feast menu. Yeah, as as I said, we were invited, so this was all free. Yeah, it was Jammy all free. Us. It's a paid presentation, this is. <laughs> but in fairness, you know what? If it was somewhere we didn't like, we wouldn't have done it. Yeah, we wouldn't have gone. And we certainly like, wouldn't really talk about it, to be honest. You've been to Lassan a few times, so it's a place we've chose to spend our money in the past, so it's not like it's... Uh, yeah, I've been about a good... Oh, if I, I couldn't count to be honest it's I've lost it, I go off that often I've lost yeah, so that's count. what I'm saying it's not like it's just somewhere out the blue that's contacted us it's no, no, it. somewhere people I involved go. with involved uh, who um, organised the whole thing so you know it, we knew it was going to be good yeah it was it was really good I enjoyed it have you got wrote down what we had yeah, I mean, the first thing I wrote down is how pretty the dining room was yeah it's a beautiful place that one room on the really right good. as you go in, the light that pours into that room. It's a stunning place Incredible. to eat food. It's a really, really nice-looking restaurant. And we started off with a few cocktails. Yeah, yeah, we got some cocktails. They were nice. Couldn't, couldn't fault them. I like that they they didn't just have a try cocktails there and like take them or leave them. They were like, do you, do you drink alcohol? Do you not? Like there was a bit of an interest there. Yeah, like, the st- like one that. thing they've always had there, like down to a tease, the service has always been fantastic. Since I've been going, it's always been good there. Yeah, service so wise. We were seated in, I think it was mostly tables of four, but we got a table of six and we started with mutton samosas. Yeah, really nice. Small, but I mean, it was one samosa. But... You understand why it's small when you see the mains. Yeah, yeah, in fairness, you wouldn't have had two samosas and then the mains, not a chance. I mean, their sort of vibe with what they're going for is like a sharing aspect, aren't they? For like a Sunday, everyone sitting around the table, everyone sharing their dinner. Yeah, so if I'd go through the list of what the mains was then. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it was Dumaloo, which was like roasted potatoes with chilli and... Yeah, they were the nuts, man. They, yeah, they were probably one of my favourite things about it. No surprises there. Like, no, no, they were really good. eating potatoes. And then there was the masala cauliflower. You're not a cauliflower fan, oh, are you? I hate cauliflower. I love cauliflower. I think it's really nice. And people keep telling me, have you made it into cauliflower rice and then tried it with a nice like tomato sauce or something? I say, yeah, I have, and I can still taste the cauliflower, and it's yeah, still disgusting. It. I do use cauliflower rice every now and then. It's not fantastic, if I'm perfectly honest. The best way you can cook cauliflower, and once you've tried loads, it's, it does taste different. You break it all into little florets, cover it in oil, loads of sea salt, Roast it in the oven, wait till it goes brown. I swear to God, it tastes amazing. It's a completely it different flavour. It does, it tastes completely different. It doesn't taste like boiled cauliflower taste. Do you like cauliflower cheese? Yeah. Yeah, see, nothing sounds better to me than if you pour like a cheese sauce and a load of cheese on something and then roast it. 
You should taste amazing, but I hate cauliflower cheese. Oh, you're not right on this one. To be I just hate cauliflower. It must, might be the only thing that I don't like. If we were on Saturday Kitchen, that would be my food hell, cauliflower. People keep saying, just try it, just roast it with a few spices. And this is how this was, roasted in masala spices. Guess what? It was still horrible. No, I like <laughs> it. I still hated it. If you don't like cauliflower, you don't like it, do you? I mean, no. People who me. liked it said it was good, did you? I liked it, yeah. To be honest, there wasn't much room for anything else, because when that lamb comes out... Yeah, so the, the kind of showstopper then was uh, a massive shoulder of lamb. And we had one between three of us, didn't we? Yeah, it was literally a whole shoulder of lamb. It was meant lamb. to be one between four, I think. Because there was six, we obviously had one between three. Yeah. Which was... <laughs> we couldn't eat it. I was doing my best to eat as much lamb as I physically can, because I think it's a sin to send meat back and not finish it. I loved it. Yeah, I absolutely it was loved it. really spicy, really tasty. I loved the sharing aspect where you just pull it off yourself or... And in fairness, you could have just lifted the bone out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bone yeah, would have come, come out clear. It must have been cooked for hours. Yeah, it must have been some type of slow cooking because the cooking of it was fantastic. And it came on a nice bed of, like, biryani rice as well. Biryani was, was nice as well, yeah. And you had the dal. The dal was good. Yeah, that was a... Um, so it was like a papaya, green papaya. Yeah, that was kind great. Of lentils kind of thing. Yeah, but there was so was much nice. lamb. Yeah, but yeah, it's hard not to just talk about the lamb because the lamb was incredible. That's the, that, that was the star, wasn't it? It was the absolute... The nuts, basically. Oh, and the truffle naan came with it as well. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't truffle. really taste truffle, but it was good naan. It was nice naan, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't really... I'm the same. I couldn't really taste much truffle. Yeah, I couldn't taste it or smell it. But it was meant to be truffle oil on it, so maybe a bit yeah. more truffle oil wouldn't go amiss. I wouldn't know yeah, yeah, I've got truffle at home. You've got to be careful how you use truffle, because if you overuse it, yeah. it just kills everything yeah. if you put too much truffle on. You still want your naan to taste like naan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soak up all the I think it's because it had garlic and other stuff on it as well. It's sort it was of good naan. Really good naan. Yes. Like I said, that lamb was... Re- I couldn't believe we didn't finish it. And I was really like... I was going for it as well, yeah. Yeah, I was doing my best to eat as much lamb as possible. And there was still a table. And I don't think there was a table that finished their lamb. No. Not because it wasn't great, but because there was just that much. Like, if you do go with a family, it's perfect. Free proper food is digging into that. Shout out to uh, Brum and Beyond, who was sat next to us. Yeah, she was really cool. <laughs> yeah, really nice to, to be honest, everyone great had, to meet some great people. We met some well. really good people at that, yeah. That was, was really good. I think that's what the beauty of this whole kind of concept was, was the whole, you'd rip a bit of lamb off, throw some bits and pieces on your plate, you'd eat a bit, you'd still carry on chat. There was no silence and prim and proper and yeah. everyone was... Eat a lot, talk a lot, eat a lot, talk a lot. We were having conversations left, right and centre. Yeah. And I think that's what it's meant to be. And I hope, uh, well, I hope and I think, but that that's the whole kind of vibe that the sun are going for. Yeah. During the day, yeah. It worked as a concept for me. It was good. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. Could probably do with like a vegetarian option. I think we said that at the time, don't yeah, we? Yeah, I've said, I've still got the list here of the kind of, a few points that we kind of made at the time. So we love the concept of the sharing, but you know, Carl said that you said you had the two groups of friends that if you'd went with, like if we went with our wives, our wife doesn't eat lamb, so what would she eat? That's the thing with. I and think if you went with your other friends, or if we went with your brother, yeah, he wouldn't be able would to he eat, eat there. He's a vegetarian. He wouldn't be able to. He'd just have the <laughs> so cauliflower and the dal and the naan bread. You, you that, that, and you're paying thirty five pound per head to eat dal, cauliflower, and naan bread. I'd be pretty disappointed by yeah. that. I think as long as... It's one of them. You know what the menu is before you go. So you've got no complaints, have you? But I just, I just think, why not? Like, just add, It wouldn't cost that much more to just add a chicken option and a vegetarian option. 
Yeah. Especially it, when in Indian food, it's already made for vegetarians, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's some, some of, of the best. best vegetarian food in the world is yeah. Indian. Yeah. If I cook vegetarian food at home, it's usually Indian food. So I, I just failed to believe they couldn't do something like that. But we've uh, spoken... They might do, though. Cause yeah, they, I, spoke... I think it looked like they took hard... Because I think a lot of people said it, didn't they? Yeah, everyone was kind of on the same kind of wavelength. And I was chatting a lot to Andrew, who kind of organised the whole thing and works for Lasan. We've been emailing over the week, going over a few of the bits, and he said that he's been chatting to the, uh, the owners. They take, they said they're very uh, much taking it all on board, so hopefully we'll see some changes there. But I did say I love the sharing concept. Also, on top of that, maybe the price. £35 per head, so it would have been £70 for the two of us. I don't there's, mind. There's £35 is fine, yeah. I think, you get your, I think you get value for money. But the only thing I would say is, like, a lot of people do question, and even us have brought it up, always 35 pro- But if you added in the mutton samosa and the dessert, then we'd be saying £35 is killer value. It's brilliant. Yeah, that's the whole thing. So it might be worth them just looking money. into that. But, I mean, the dessert was £8, no, £6. So if you were having the whole lot, it'd be 35 plus the 6 of £41. That... £82 for two years. To be fair, I was still full the next day. Yeah, I know. It's a, <laughs> don't get me wrong, it's a lot of food, but I'm just saying. It's, it, it £35 for just what a we bit had. expensive, doesn't it? It calls into question the value, whereas if you added the mutton samosa and the dessert. The samosa was included. Yeah, yeah the, the samosa was, but the uh, dessert wasn't. The dessert wasn't, no. That I'm was just extra. saying, if you put both in. I think a lot of it, because a lot of people don't eat dessert, do they? And especially a big meal like that, I'd have been happy with a couple of mints. Yeah, it's sure enough, but I like dessert. Like, I know you're not a dessert fan. I like a nice little bit of dessert. The dessert was okay, like carrot, uh, deconstructed carrot cake. Yeah, that was really cream. good, actually. Vanilla ice cream, but... But it suited me, because that wasn't really sweet, so I like desserts like that. Yeah, I mean, I liked it, but I wouldn't have paid £6 for it. Not on top of my 35 I'm just yeah. saying, if you at, if you put that included, then there's no question of the value of it. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone universally would go. But, you know, this is why they had the day they had, where they try it out and get people's opinions and try and figure out what the best way moving forward is. I mean, that in itself shows uh, is a good sign because it means that they're willing to listen to what the customer... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you get restaurants who just say, this is how we're doing it. They put their head in the ground and think, well, this is our idea and this is how we're sticking to it. We're not going to move forward or develop. No. But I loved... Like, like, we got in the car after and I was, like, full and I was like, that was nice. That was really tasty. Yeah. And, like, I know some people don't eat lamb. It's so like, you couldn't go with Maria, but I could go with Siobhan and have a great meal there. But also, like, as well, if it... Because it had that family kind of vibe where you would go with a big family. Yeah. And, and it's worth remembering, I think. They could, that... do, they could do some uh, child-friendly options. Mm, maybe. Well, the Connie would eat a lot of that stuff, I think. Yeah, maybe, but... I think it's worth it. remembering that that isn't their main thing either. That was just a concept they've got for during the day on Saturday and Sunday, I think. The rest of the time, it's oh, their yeah, normal yeah. menu, which you can pick whatever you want. You want a vegetarian option, you can just pick it. You want fish, just pick it. So it's not like that's the only thing they do. It's just a thing during the day for, like, Sundays mainly. Yeah, I'd say if they're just done it Sundays, it'd be perfect for a Sunday. Yeah, I mean, Sunday daytime. Yeah. And you know Sunday. what's on the menu. So, yeah, I think the whole as a whole is successful, to be honest. Andrew was a bit worried about uh, it being in odds with the ethos and kind of the way that Lasagna is anyway. But you kind of thought it was a good representation of the whole Lasan experience anyway? I felt it wasn't much difference to it how was I thought it wasn't. it wasn't. No, I thought it was pretty... You, I feel like you got the Lasan experience from that 
daytime. Yeah. So I've definitely felt like I'd been to La Because it is a nice, it's a different experience than most restaurants. When you go to a really good restaurant, like Ophim or Lasan or Little Blackwood, once you've gone to it, you, you come away of not just having eaten good food, you've been somewhere that looks nice, you've been treated well. Yeah. And you get service. different vibes off places and the service, everything was good at Lasan. Yeah, every time my glass was empty, it was filled again. Yeah. It was good service. Yeah, it's no. a place we still love. And I, they, this was particularly to test out their weekend menu. I thought it was success. I think it will do well. Yeah, I think they'll Especially do well with that. Especially on Sunday. Yeah. Started ordering a Chinese the other day. Ordered from a new place called... Because um, we always debate... Well, we've got a WhatsApp group with all our friends. And the biggest hot topic on there other than football is probably where we get Chinese food from. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And um, I'd been championing this one place on the Romadon Island called Emperor's. But they're not on Just Eat anymore. So I was looking for a new one. And I'd heard about this place called Yao's. Yeah. Which is near Shirley Station, but like the other side of the road. So it's just by the underpass bridge. Yeah. And oh my God, it's the best Chinese food I've ever ordered from a takeaway. Ever. Did you order? Oh, mate. We ordered, I can't believe what we ordered. Like The standard Chinese order for me in Siobhan is she has the prawn balls, the sweet and sour prawn balls. I have a chow mein, we get chips and a curry sauce. And then anything else is just added on top. And we proper over-ordered. <laughs> like we got the calamari that was really crispy and really nice. Uh, what else did I get? Uh, ribs. They're ribs. They're not like normal ribs that you'd get at a Chinese. Like These are slow-cooked. Like Literally, you'd pick it up and the meat just fell off the bone, basically. Like So they're slow-cooked. You think, Sometimes with Chinese, I find you get a horrible feeling. Like yeah, 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 yeah. and you wake up in the middle of the night thirsty as hell. Yeah, It's not, <laughs> gre- it's not greasy at all. Like I only felt bad purely because of how much I ate. <laughs> just the guilt. Just, no, just the sheer volume of food <laughs> oh, that I put into sorry. my body. Too full. <laughs> a family of four could have ate what we ate that day. I think that's what Chinese four we done the same yesterday. So. Well, you, did you put the video up, didn't you? And then you had to take it down because my partner. I didn't like, take it down. No, you didn't take it down. <laughs> she don't know anyway. She don't listen, so it doesn't matter. But she told me you better not put that. Because I took a picture. You better not put that on your Instagram page. <laughs> so, you, so I did. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so I, did. I, I didn't even mention it, and you put it up. And then she texts me, didn't she? While we're in Lasan. Check that fucking picture down. <laughs> well, I didn't put it up. She's like, well, who did Liam? And I was like, yeah, she, he put it up. She's like, I don't want people seeing what we've eaten. It's too much food. <laughs> <laughs> takeaway. This one's not in England again. But I was just thought I'd mention it while we were talking about takeaway. It was, uh, the, I had the best fishing chips I've ever had before. Yeah, it looked the nuts that day. It's called Killy Beggs. Nice little fishing village. It's, my mum was just from down the road there. So it's a place I love anyway. And I've set up like a kind of street food-esque kind of shack Right by the uh, boats, you can see the boats in the background. Obviously, normally the fishing boats are out, but the quota has been fulfilled, so the boats can't go out. I'm not going to get started on European quotas and stuff. No, don't, get don't go there. <laughs> I'm not going there. We've already gone to LBC. Would that be full LBC? If we start <laughs> this going is a B-word free zone. So, uh, but yeah, anyway. The f- yeah, it was brilliant. Absolutely. Um, they cook it all fresh while you wait. There's no pre-cooked stuff there. You just saw that. And the, the, we went there the day before Good Friday. The, the photos that they put up on their social media over the whole of that Easter weekend, there was like a queue the, the whole way down the bay. Mm. <laughs> I've never seen it like it. So it's obviously a popular place. Somebody yeah, told yeah. us to go there. And it, yeah, if you get a chance, just go and have a look at that. It's definitely the best fish and chips ever. I had the uh, seafood platter, which come with both haddock, which I know you love. Yeah, it's what I order from the chipper. Haddock, cod. Which is what I love, so it's best of both. Oh, anyone loves cod. I, I love cod. Especially when you get nice white and meaty. 
Yeah, it's nice, but I mean, and then also Scampi, probably the best Scampi ever. Yeah, I love Scampi. Didn't Scampe. come out of the bag either. Watched them like batter it, so it was like proper. Yeah, you know how much I love Scampi. It doesn't matter what it is, just shitty frozen stuff from the supermarket. I still like nail a whole bag <sighs> when I put it in the oven. Like any Scampi, I don't care. It's got it's to be all. Good. I've never had Scampi and not enjoyed it. And then calamari as well. That that, that was on there as well. That yeah, was really good as if well. that's done well as well, it's like do you know awesome. like. Sometimes I didn't like it for years because the first time I ever had it, it was somewhere awful. I think it was La Tasca. Remember La Tasca? Yeah, that rings Spanish a bell. kind of casual dining, Chinese place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember it. And it, yeah, it was it was dreadful. I think I thought there were going to be onion rings or something. You know, I think that's how most people. When you're a kid, yeah. you try them, especially yeah, if you're abroad yeah. on holiday, you'll pick them up if you like. But you chew them for three hours and you'd still yeah. get nowhere. Whereas these ones, like they were soft, not chewy at all. And you could tell they were just fresh. So that was a good spot. That was mm. that was a really good spot. Uh, any kind of news, current events you got? Uh, no, not really. I've got. I went to Connolly's the other day and picked up some alcohol. Which again, I can't go into that place without spending ridiculous <laughs> amounts of money. If you get talking, then you notice something you want. And to be fair, I've run out of um, sipping rum, and I'd run out of sipping whiskey. Yeah. Because you can't just, like, I'd go through a lot of Jameson, so that's because I drink Jameson and ginger. Yeah. But for just drinking whiskey, I picked up um, Cotswolds whiskey, nice. which has won a few awards. I've heard of quite a few people talking about that now. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, I was asking the people at Connolly's about it, and I've been talking to the people at Hard to Find Whiskey about it as well. Yeah. And it is so nice. Like, if you, it's the type of whiskey someone that doesn't drink whiskey might like if you gave them a glass yeah. and just said, sip this. Like, I don't, I usually put ice and stuff in whiskey, but I tend to put that in more like peaty whiskeys where they're quite smoky. Yeah. This one are just playing by itself. Nothing else in it. I'm not snobby Ma- with whiskey. If you want to put some dash of water <laughs> in it, if you want to put ice in it, then just go for it. Yeah. It's how you enjoy it. But that was really good. I picked up my favourite rum on the planet as well, my four square rum. Yeah. Which is a great sipping rum. Really good. It's, do you know what you're going to get before you go in there? Is it their, their Sometimes kind of I do. Or? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I'll go in there and I'm like, I might ask for advice. Like, I know that rum is the best rum they've sent, but I only know that because I've spoke to the people. This was the one in town. I'd spoke to the, the lad up there about staff, it. They have good staff, don't they? Yeah, they're so knowledgeable. And you, you can ask them anything, like, where's your orange wines? And they'll just disappear and come back with a couple of orange wines must be some training we didn't really ask him about the training it was something we probably could have asked yeah we could probably see him again but their knowledge (laughs) is like you can ask them anything and they come out and tell you like they'll tell you about gins because schwarm was getting a gin for a friend for a birthday yeah we were asking about the gins because she wanted to get something a bit different i think she got like a strawberry and raspberry gin and they had it in the fridge there for us to try before we bought it nice which is so strange for a shop yeah to yeah, just be yeah, able to try yeah. it before you buy it, and it was so nice. That's probably why it's so successful, though, and why people keep going there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I picked up some different beers, some Yuzu beer and stuff like that. So you've usually got, it's not known for its beers, but if you go to the back of the store, it's a great selection of beers. Yeah. Really good yeah. stuff. Yeah, love the shop. And I said, always end up buying way too much stuff. I mean, I'd spent a lot this time purely because I knew I was going in to get a whiskey, and I knew which one I wanted. And I know I love that rum. And they're both like, I think the, the whiskey was 35 or £45 pound a bottle. Not cheap, though. No, my rum's about £45 pound a bottle yeah. as well. I mean, it lasts ages, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not a weekly kind of thing. No, I no, no. Don't know. No, no, no. No, it's dangerous. <laughs> when it's that nice, though, it could easily be. 
easily go for it. There's a rum coming out that I haven't seen it sold anywhere yet, but it's um, local to us, yeah. Birmingham, Solihull sort of way, called um, Burning Barn Rum. Yeah, I've seen this yesterday and it was kind yeah. of... Yeah, and what intrigues me the most is not just the fact that it's local, but it's the fact that they've got a smoked rum that they sell. Yeah. When I cannot get my head around what yeah, that's, that's going to taste like. Smoked. They do They do a spiced one and a smoked one. And nice. I've got a, it smoked I've, in whiskey barrels or oak smoked or something. They actually just put it, I think they just put it near a fire. Yeah. And just let the smoke infuse into the barrels and stuff. Because it looked, I, it's, I'd never ever would have come up with that concept ever. And I've never seen it anywhere else. Mm. So I'd be really interested to get a bottle and try that. I think it's about £35 a bottle and you can order it on their website. So I'm going to be getting a bottle of that. And yeah, we should that try to speak awesome, and some reach yeah. out to them, get them on. Yeah, we've been... Especially if they're more, like, local to us. Trying to sort out Crazy Sing Gin. Yeah, yeah, that looks yeah, nice, looks that like gin. Was it Lassie Gin, was it, or Lychee Gin? Yeah, Lassie Gin. Can't get me around smoke room. Mm. I've got to try it. I've got to get it. I can imagine it would go really well in something as well. I can imagine if you were making some cocktails... There's some interesting stuff you could do with smoked rum. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'll be thinking, coming up with some plans for that, because that's the next stage. Bought three cookbooks this week, the Bosch one, Weber's Ultimate Barbecue Cookbook, and a healthy one, because we're trying to lose a bit of weight because of all the eating out we're doing. Uh, Pinch and Nom. Have you heard of Pinch and Nom? No. It's like the biggest healthy food sort of blog going and they do like all the weight watchers and yeah. slimming world recipes they're all friendly to them sort of vibes and they're just it's an ultra healthy cookbook basically oh, i haven't nice. cooked anything Nothing from it yet from but no nah, i haven't cooked from it yet i said the first out of them three books obviously i'm waiting for summer to hit to do the barbecue stuff yeah good book though yeah i read for it it's obviously good Weber, it, the company you make yeah i mean it's yeah. just a name basically you can ignore yeah. that side of it yeah, but yeah. when you start reading through it's not just recipes and how to do this it's instructions on the best way to set your barbecue up best way to do your coals like loads of tips it tells Bible. you what tools <laughs> that you could do with and it tells you how to use them properly basically it's like an instruction book for how to use a barbecue as well as stuff you can cook on it oh that's good yeah so that needs a good read i think Have a look at that and I want to get a cocktail book, and I haven't decided which one I want to get yet. Mm. I basically usually just look up on the independent website. I usually just do a Google search, oh, in, best ever yeah, cookbook or best ever this. Yeah. yeah, I thought you meant like independent. No, no, no. Mm. I'll just look up like internet search, best ever cocktail book, Yeah, and yeah. wait for the independent to have done an article on it, and then just read that and get whichever they said was the best one. Or just wait for someone to listen to this and then recommend one to us. Yeah, if anyone wants to recommend a good one, I'm all ears. Yeah, I've had a couple of book re- recommendations actually from people talk- heard us talking about books. Yeah, but we, we welcome that. Keep doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want any recommendations, anyone's get in touch. Just like, talk to us. We'll yeah, talk I mean, to us. We'll talk to anyone. We don't care. I've had a few more conversations than any other week I've had on social media the last couple of weeks. I don't know yeah. why, but it feels like we finally kind of. Attracting real people as opposed yeah, to like, yeah, we're getting a lot more people involved now. Yeah, it's good. It's really nice to see it growing. Yeah, that's definitely my favourite part of the podcast is engaging with other foodies. Yeah. <laughs> foodies, don't use that word. <laughs> but yeah, I love them little chats. Anyway, we're pretty cut for time because yeah, we've got to go for dinner. We've got a table booked, and it's not. The covered wagon. No, <laughs> we're, I, we're not going. No, we're going. I'm taking it's the kids holiday. and the wives. Bank holiday Monday. And we're off to the malt shovel yeah. in Barston. So keep an eye out for photos of that. Which is a great, great, great 
gastro type of place. You've not been? No, no. Oh, no. mate, you're in for a treat. That's why I was it's brilliant. About yeah, it, it's yeah. really good. And they've got a big fish special menu as well. Oh, well, that's where I'll be ordering from then. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll be talking about that on the next one. Wicked. Hopefully you liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I will. I'm pretty sure you will. As long as there's no cauliflower, I'll be all right. No, you might be all right then. Cool. Brilliant. Let's get out of here. Sound. Take it easy, people. See ya. Adios. Well, that's that. Thank you all for listening. Please remember to subscribe, rate and review our podcast. This really does help us. Yeah, it really does. Even if you could just help by recommending us to a friend or a family member, helps to get our name out there. If you haven't yet seen our blog, go check it out. It's where you can find all our show notes, restaurant reviews and other food ramblings. The website is www.breakingbreadpodcastuk.blog Also, go check out our social media. Our Insta is full of pics of food. Also, feel free to leave comments. We love hearing from you. All the links to our social media and our guest social media can be found in our show notes. Thanks Thanks again for listening. Until Until next time, take care.